Pegasus Podcast. Now, here are your hosts, Martin Garcia and Darian Clark. Welcome, party people. It's beginning to get to the fall, which is like, you know, the greatest time of the year. And um, that means, you know, a lot more sports are coming into the play. So football, basketball. So yeah, your boy is hyped. And um, this, I know this is a short episode and usually, you know, we do a sports segment in the full episodes, but for this, we're just going to take the whole short episode, just talk about sports. So it's going to be one of Martin's favorite episodes uh, that we're going into. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, you just want to get started here, Martin? Yeah, let's go. All right. To be clear, more specific, um, we're going to talk Texas sports, football, rodeo and beyond. We're going to be discussing the fervent sports culture, uh, both in the present, in the past, and moving forward in the future um, in Texas with with a focus on football, rodeo, and other beloved sports. So it's not a typical sports update like we do in our full, um, but rather we're going to uh, just take a deep dive into the introduction of sports in Texas in general, and um, yeah, talk about all this other stuff. Anything to add, Martin? Uh, no, I think you did a great job capturing uh, what this uh, episode is going to be like. It's more like the history of sports and, yeah. and how uh, how it all ties into the relationship that is with Texas. Love it. So let's get started here um, just with a brief introduction of sports in Texas. Uh, as you know, the football season started um, – literally on Thursday, but it's starting this weekend. Um, Well, college football started last week. NFL starts this week. So it's just a lot of excitement going around the air. So that's kind of why we're going to go off of that and into uh, a brief introduction of sports. Anyways. Real quick, though. Yeah. I want to ask, how many leagues are you in this year? Are you talking about, like, fantasy football? Yeah. How many fantasy football leagues are you in this year? That's a whole other game, Martin. And I don't really want to bring that to the public. But since you asked, I guess I'll answer the question. All right, solid eight then. (laughs) Uh, No, I am in uh, five leagues. Okay. They're not all money, so I'm not like gambling or anything like that. Um, Right. And I have been in more in the past. Uh, But yes, I'm in (laughs) five leagues right now. Two of them are like dynasty leagues, so they're like year-round keeping up with it. Yeah. And then three are just wow. like what they call redraft leagues. So you literally only just manage it during the during the football season. So Okay. Yeah. All right. I'm in one. Nice. I'm back in it again. Nice. We'll see it. we'll see how it goes. I forgot to set up my lineup Thursday, so Already. I hope I don't have any players who are playing uh on Thursday. <laughs> oh man. It's all just a fantasy world, right? So we'll see. It's all I just, just love a being fantasy. in there because sometimes I'll do great. Against people who are like really into football and know all the numbers and stuff like that, and then little old me just coming along and just ruining it for everybody, and it's <laughs> it's just like a really good feeling. There's always one of those in the league, though. You know, it's like, how are you good? I don't understand. Yeah. And so I'm glad I'm not in the league with you because I'd be like, yo, you're killing me. What are you doing? I'm like all over this, and you're like, I'm just here, but I'm still winning. I'm like, ah, I know this guy's name. I'll just go ahead and start him. That's fine. (laughs) Right, yeah. No big deal. (laughs) 
But yes, I'm in way too many leagues every single year. And I tell myself at the end of the year, I'm not going to be in this many leagues again. And here we go again. It's all fun and games, though. All fun Men and are games. weird. It's, about, it's that time of year where you let um, these teams and these men dictate your attitude for the next four to five months. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, they don't even know I nope. exist, right? But here yeah. they are, like, having such an impact on my mind and my actions, i.e. Yeah. the Titans, i.e. my fantasy teams, i.e. University of Texas, you know, whatever it is, like, just consumes you. They don't even know I'm in this world. You know, what's funny, it's like some some girls, like, live their life through horoscopes, and it tells them how to live their lives, and, like, yeah. some guys, they live their life through fantasy football, they let the teams and the players decide how the rest of their week is going to go out. It's true. And on that note, if we're talking about the Rangers, man. Oh. I have been down dude. lately, dude. I swear it was like just a couple weeks ago you were like, man, Rangers are killing it. Like, they're doing so good. They've got some strong players coming up. And I'm scrolling through social media and I'm just like seeing a whole bunch of people just talking about the Rangers and how bad they're doing. Yeah, dude. What? They've lost. I mean, it is a long season. So people kind of expect, you know, you're going to have hot streaks. You're going to have cold streaks. And they are definitely in a cold streak right now. I mean, they've lost like 12 or 13 of the last 15 games. Like, Jeez. an unreal... Like, at one point, they lost, like, eight or nine in a row. I'm like, you gotta be kidding me. This wow. is, like, an all-time low. And, yeah, after, like, over 100 days of first place in the division, we lost that. We're now we're, like, second or third in the division and just, like, fighting for the playoffs that are, are gonna be happening here pretty soon. So... Playoffs? <laughs> right. <laughs> Pick it back up, Rangers. Good grief. <laughs> Seriously. All right, so before we keep getting sidetracked, yeah. I just had to ask the question because I know you're in like 10, sometimes it's 5, <laughs> sometimes it's 8, so yeah. I just wanted to get that out there. Yep. Um, all right, so we'll start it off with the introduction of sports in Texas. Yes, just right. kind of like going through like how all this happened. I think I saw it was like 17th, 18th century is uh, when sports like really started to um, be documented from people who like attended these events. Wow. <laughs> and um, actually, I, I came across a fun fact. And I mean, it makes sense when you think about it. But when you're not really thinking about it and you hear this for the first time, you're going to be like, wow, that's actually that actually is pretty interesting. But Native Americans, Indians also partic participated in sports alongside uh, Anglos and Hispanics. Hmm. And that, I mean, that makes sense, right? Yeah. Obviously now thinking thinking about it. But when I first read that, I was like, huh, that that's pretty interesting. Yeah. I, I honestly wouldn't have thought that. Yeah, for real. No, I, I mean, it's nothing against them. It's like, it's just how they're displayed. It's like Native Americans, it's uh, always like, them fighting for their life but no they involve themselves in some entertainment too you know yeah there's the picture that yeah. people paint with their history it's like oh man they were ruthless you know they were just like constantly trying to keep their land and and uh keep their family safe and rightfully so but it looks like they also participated in some sports so good for yeah. them yeah definitely i mean Love they it. even brought some of these uh some of these sports into uh our society yeah. So some popular sports in Texas involved bullfighting brought by Hispanics, uh, cockfighting. Uh, I'm not really sure who brought that in, but I can have a guess. Um, 
Charreria, which is the Mexican ra- uh, rodeo. Okay. And then horse racing, bronc busting, roping, and the famous uh, chicken race uh, were some of the sports where you got to see a lot of like Texas Rangers and not our Texas Rangers right now. Texas Rangers OG ones, right? Uh, Hispanics and Comanches uh, all participating in those uh, sports. Oh, nice. Um, Germans later on brought the uh, gymnastics and shooting sports, uh-huh. and then of course years later uh, you have what we know now as baseball, football, basketball, and of course many others like sports, uh, sports. I mean like soccer. Nice. Man, it's too late. All <laughs> yeah, right. No, that's cool. So essentially. It all started with animals, and now we've moved to balls. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> but going back to the fun fact, like reading that at first, I was like, oh, wow, that's so interesting. Like, I wouldn't have thought that. But then I saw the horse racing, and I was like, oh, of course, that makes sense. I mean, that was the main source of transportation. Like, of course, everyone's always going to find some way to have fun and, like, compete with some sort of thing that's integrated in everyone's lives, right? Like race cars. Um, you have, uh, what's the other one? You got freaking turtles now that are on race (laughs) on little small racetracks and people place bets to see which turtle would (laughs) make it down the, down the track faster. So it's pretty interesting. And I thought that was uh, really cool to add in here. No, that's great. Good call. Um, and then we got football in Texas. Gotta. And, uh, of course, uh, starting off with, uh, high school and college teams, Started in the 19th century and were, you know, a bit unregulated, kind of how things normally start. Wow, that's a long time ago. Yeah, right? Because you always got to think like 19th is technically like 1800s. Yeah. Wow. Um, and then these teams, especially like high school teams, mainly consisted of adults who were representing their cities or their neighborhoods. And then the good old UIL had to come in and had to try and set some sort of regulation uh, into the sport. Mm. I was like, okay, imagine playing uh, playing high school football with like twenty something year old dudes. Yeah, right. On your team, get <laughs> <laughs> murdered out there. Seriously. I uh, love this fun fact here. Since World War Two. 81% of athletes, either born in Texas or lived in Texas, have won Olympic gold medals in 11 different sports. The majority of those coming in track and field. Okay, nice. Yeah, that's pretty cool. 81% of athletes, that's crazy. Yeah, seriously. So why is football so popular in Texas? The sense of pride, uh-huh. community. In history of the sport in Texas is why it is so popular here. Oh, yeah, you do definitely see that in the movie Friday Night Lights. Definitely. I think that that movie is so accurate. Um, yeah, especially when it comes to the depiction of the relationship between Texas and football, high school football. Yeah. It's, uh, it is a very uh, weird thing how, how much Texans love football. And... Uh, and especially like in the smaller towns, and of course you see that with the whole like sense of pride and community thing, um, just like people in the in the town coming together and celebrating and 
and cheering on their local high school teams. And, of course, a lot of them, I mean, that's really all they've got out there. Yeah. <clears throat> Small towns, everything revolves around that team. That team, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> everything. Uh, you want to jump into some Texas sports legends? Yeah. Let's go. We're going to start off with uh, the legendary NFL coach himself, Tom Landry, who led the Dallas Cowboys to multiple Super Bowl victories and established the team as one of the most iconic franchises in football history. Mm. I feel like Tom Landry is a name that everyone knows, even if they don't know sports, like they've heard that name before. Oh, yeah. I mean, freaking Highway named after him, right? (laughs) Yeah. And they have his hat, like... Molded on the highway on on I thirty, you know what I'm talking about? Yep. Yeah. Yep. I mean the I dude. The, the dude is a, a Dallas Texas icon. Um, Earl Campbell, Hall of Fame running back, known for his powerful running style. Campbell played for the Houston Oilers and the New Orleans Saints and won the Heisman Trophy at the University of Texas. I have nice. this guy's jersey. Love me some Earl Campbell. Nice. I have his Houston Oilers jersey. I was going to ask, is it the Oilers jersey? It is. Nice. In my original fandom, I'm not just a Titans fan, just to be a Tennessee fan. I picked him because they were in Houston, and then a couple years later they moved. I was like, well, I guess I'm going to follow them. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. Um, Next up, you've got Nolan Ryan. The Ryan Express oh, yeah. is a Hall of Fame pitcher with the uh, MLB record of 5,714 strikeouts. Uh, he pitched for several teams, including the Texas Rangers, and threw seven no-hitters during his career. Unbelievable dominance. They're like... Whoa. Yeah. Those are like records you don't think will ever be broken. Yeah. Like, it's unreal. And do you know if anyone has come close to that? No, no, neither one. I think. Wow. Uh, let me. Justin Verlander is probably the best pitcher in the league right now, and he's like pushing yeah. forty. So he's been good for a long time. Let me see his um, his career strikeouts. Yeah, he has three thousand three hundred seventeen career strikeouts. And he's 40 years old. He is multi-Cy Young Award winner. And he's still, what is that, 2,000 away from Nolan Ryan? Over. Yeah. He's 2,400 away from Nolan Ryan. So it's like <laughs> untouchable record. Dude, it's unbelievable. Jeez, and, then, and then like. Yeah, seven no hitters. It's, it's hard enough to get one. I was about to say, like, no hitters, that's. Um, not even any like uh, fouls or or hits. Yeah, well, no, they can foul. It's literally like they didn't put the ball in the field during the game. Like okay. there was not a single playable ball. So I okay. mean, you could still walk them. Um, but yeah, it's like strikeouts, and then like all, every single batter led to an out or a walk. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and this yeah. dude pulled off seven of them. Yeah. You know how long his career was? Um, not off the top of my head, but I can look it up. I'm I'm looking up um, how many no hitters. Uh, so yeah, in the history of the MLB, there's 
been 322 total no hitters. 322. Yeah. In the whole history of the sport. Yeah. Jeez. Okay, Nolan Ryan had a 27 year career. Wow. Yeah, and he, yeah. Uh, yeah, the next person, Justin Verlander, who I just who I just mentioned, has three no hitters. Um, Sandy Koufax is the second with four, so nobody has five, nobody has six, no, and then Nolan Ryan has seven. So yeah, it's seven and then four, and then a few guys have three. Jeez. <laughs> Cy Young himself, crazy. who the pitcher award is named after, has three no hitters. Let's just go ahead and rename the award to yeah. the Nolan Ryan Award. We need to rename that award. Oh, what, what are we doing here? I'm so confused. Right. That's crazy, man. Yeah, next up on the list, after Nolan Ryan, we have Roger Staubach, of course, the Hall of Fame quarterback for the Dallas Cowboys who led the team to two Super Bowl victories and was known for his poise and leadership on the field. Um, Hakeem Olajuwon, a dominant center for the Houston Rockets. He was regarded as one of the greatest basketball players in NBA history. And speaking of great basketball players, we have Tim Duncan, who is one of known as one of the greatest power forwards in NBA history. He won five rings with the San Antonio Spurs, and of course, you got Dirk Nowitzki. Um, yes, sir. Probably the greatest European basketball player of all time. Um, you know, it's arguable at this point now, but uh, I would still give it to him. He has an MVP and a ring, um, regarded as one of the greatest championship runs in the history of the NBA. Um, Nancy Lieberman, a pioneering figure in women's basketball. She was an Olympic silver medalist and a Hall of Famer who played for the Dallas Diamonds and the Dal- uh, in the Women's Professional Basketball League. And, of course, you got Troy Aikman. And amongst many others in the Dallas Cowboys Ring of Honor. Nice. Um, Troy Aikman is the only Cowboys jersey I've ever owned. Really? <laughs> Yeah. Wow. And probably your was, last, uh, right? I was, yep, my my one and only. Yeah. <laughs> Love it. That's cool. Yeah. How about... All right. Um, yeah, go for it, Martin. Yeah, moving on to some basketball, baseball, and soccer. Uh, for basketball, San Antonio Spurs uh, Dynasty, uh, based out of San Antonio, obviously. Uh, they have made a pretty good name for themselves down there in the NBA. Yeah. Uh, won multiple NBA championships since the late 1990s, establishing themselves as one of the league's premier franchises. Do you agree? That's, I mean, I sadly do, yes, agree. <laughs> and uh, high school baseball, Texas high school, ba- uh, sorry, basketball. Texas high school basketball is immensely popular with some growing uh with some games uh, drawing thousands of spectators, the state produces many talented players who go on to excel in college and in the NBA. It's true. Uh, you got baseball. Houston. Oh, gosh. The loss to Houston, I mean, just a couple days ago is mm-hmm. sad, sad to see. Uh, Houston Astros World Series win in 2017. The Astros uh, won their first ever World Series championship. Uh, bringing immense pride to the city and state, the team's success boosted baseball popularity in Texas. Eh. Yeah, not arguable. Uh, and then legendary ballparks. Texas is home to many of the iconic baseball stadiums, including the historic Fenway. What? Yeah, including the historic Fenway Park-inspired Globe Life Park in Arlington. 
uh, formerly the Texas Rangers home, and the modern Minute Maid Park in Houston. Have you been to that? Minute Maid? Yeah. No, I haven't. Me neither. Yeah. You want to take these next two? I will, yeah. Got soccer. Um, The Austin FC debuted in 2021 as one of the MLS expansion teams. The team quickly gained a passionate fan base contributing to the growth of soccer in the state. That's a big fact. Um, Toyota Stadium in Frisco serves as the home of the FC Dallas and hosts various international and national soccer events. It is one of the premier soccer-specific stadiums in the United States. The uh, the U.S. National Soccer Hall of Fame is housed in that stadium now as of like two years ago. So, really? Yeah, if you want to learn a little bit about its history and see who's who has been inducted into the U.S. Hall of Fame when it comes to soccer, both men and women, you could check it all out in there. Pretty nice. cool little exhibit. Um, golf, the Byron Nelson Championship. It's a prestigious PGA Tour golf tournament held annually in Dallas, Texas, specifically up in McKinney. It Now in McKinney. It has a rich history and attracts top golfers from around the world. And the Colonial Country Club in Fort Worth hosts the Charles Schwab Challenge, another notable PGA Tour event. It's one of the oldest country clubs in Texas. Nice. Um, I, I'm not a big fan of golf, but I would go to the Byron Nelson uh, Championship. Yeah, I think that would be pretty cool to go to. Yeah, I think so too. Uh, real quick on these uh, last two events, of course, there's a ton of sports, and we can go on and on. But this is a short episode, so we're keeping it nice and simple. Yeah. Uh, auto racing, Texas Motor Speedway, located in Fort Worth, is a prominent NASCAR and IndyCar racetrack. Features the Texas 500 and the DXC Technology 600, attracting race enthusiasts from across the country. And of course, we couldn't end this little part of the uh, of the short without mentioning rodeo. I mean, come on. Full circle. Yep. Houston Livestock Show and Rodeo um, is one of the largest rodeo events in the world. Features rodeo, livestock competitions, and a carnival, as well as some live musical performance from top artists. I mean, you're always seeing like big country artists at, the, uh, at that livestock yep. all the time. Yep. And then uh, professional bull riders, PBR. No, not the beer. Uh, <laughs> PBR events, including the PBR World Finals, often take place in Texas. These events showcase the world's top uh, bull riders and bucking bulls. I've actually been to uh, a PBR event at the AT&T Stadium maybe like four years ago. Really? It's actually pretty cool. Yeah. Nice. That's something else. Sweet tickets from work. Ooh, dude, it was nice. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Um, All right. So now, of course, we talked about the past. We talked about the present. Now let's talk about the future. The future of Texas sports technology, of course, has changed our lives in many different ways, and the same can be said about sports. Mm. You have eSports and you have eSimulation sports uh, gradually increasing in attendance and participation. I mean, you have high schools offering courses in eSports. You have colleges offering classes in eSports. Um, eSports has earned uh, $180 billion in review uh, or in revenue in 2022. Wow. Um, and then some teams that you can find in the, uh, in Texas, Dallas fuel, optic, Texas, envy gaming, Mavs gaming complexity, which I believe is Jerry Jones. Huh? Esports team. Interesting. And, uh, 
What's up? Interesting. I didn't know. Yeah, I think so. I think uh, Mavs Gaming, obviously, Mark, and then uh, Complexity, I believe, is Jerry Jones. Um, and then, of course, we can't forget our favorite, the Dallas Flying Stallions, our eSports and eSims teams based out of Texas. Absolutely. Make sure you check them out. I believe their season's coming up, so um, keep an eye out. Yep. Greg's still working his magic over there. Yeah, he is, man. They're killing it, and I love following along with them. Definitely. Um, and then, of course... We'll end it with our audience engagement. So, as we mentioned before, Darian is obviously the man when it comes to sports. Me, not so much. However, I still like going to sports, like sporting events. I might not watch it on TV, but if you're inviting me to like a Mavs game, a Stars game, or, I mean, I definitely want to go to an FC Dallas game. It's been a while. Yeah. But uh, I love attending me some uh, sporting events. Oh, yeah. No doubt about it, man. So fun. Do you have a, a specific memory? Man, I mean, I can go all the way back to um, having season tickets to the Dallas Burn at the Cotton Bowl before Ooh. they transitioned to FC Dallas and and moved up to Frisco. Yeah, um, so many memories going to that dirty, <laughs> hot stadium, <laughs> man. Yeah. The crickets everywhere, dude. Oh my goodness, oh, it's so bad. Uh, I mean, plenty of fantastic memories of growing up at the ballpark in Arlington, um, which is now Globe Life Park, which is now just sitting there, right? <laughs> Hardly being yeah. used. Uh, yeah. Plenty of memories there. Um, but yeah, none specific come into mind right now. Uh, I've seen many cool games, I've seen some buzzer beaters from the Mavs. I saw some mm. Mavs watch party when they were in the championship. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we went to that. Going, going to uh, watch the games when they were in Miami and watching them at the American Airlines yeah. Center. That was dope. That was really cool. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I've uh, got this picture of me and my parents and, like, my cousin and uh, from my dad's side of the family. And we're at the Texas Rangers when they were a uh, game whenever they were at um, the older stadium. Oh, yeah. And, uh, yeah, sometimes when I'm looking at that picture, I'm like, oh, man, I, I definitely remember some of the uh, memories from this game. And then also uh, being at the first, well, I, I don't know if it's necessarily the first, but um, Cowboy Stadium. Yes, Texas Stadium. I remember. Yeah, yeah. Yep. I remember going to a Cowboys game around that time, too. Yep. Probably when Troy Eggman was playing, but. Yeah. Yep, I have one of those memories, too. Yeah, man. Good stuff, man. Yep, we can keep going down that trail for days. Definitely. Um, so, yeah, with that being said, of course, you guys, we always love to hear what you guys have to say. So, share with us some of your um, sporting events or sporting memories. Uh, maybe you participated in sports in high school, college, whatever it was. Share it with us on, on social media, and uh, we'll be sure to uh, repost them and possibly even just talk about them in a future episode as well. Sounds good. Thank you, Martin, for indulging in this opportunity with me. Of course. Listen, like I said, I'm not a sports fan necessarily, but I mean, the history behind it, you got to admit, it's pretty cool. Oh, yeah, for sure, man. It's been fun. Definitely. All right. uh, I guess we'll see you guys in the next full episode. And don't forget to check out some of our previous episodes. We just had uh, Kurt Metzger 
vice uh, president of operations from Norma's Cafe. That was awesome. Yeah. Make sure you guys go check that out. Do it. All right. We'll see y'all later. See ya.